Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Live More, Care Less. My name is Laika and in today's episode, I am going to be talking about something that I've wanted to talk about for a very long time and I just haven't got around to it. So I'm very happy um, that we finally get to do this. Quickly, before we start though, as always, we're just going to start off with a bit of reflection. So our prompt for today is, what is a lesson that you had to learn recently? And I think that I had to learn that it's okay to distance yourself in some relationships, especially with like friendships, because sometimes you just outgrow friends and that's not a bad thing. If you guys just become different people, that's not a bad thing. But I feel like it's portrayed in a way that everyone thinks that it's bad because falling out with a friend is normally not so good. So yeah, but also with that, you normally end up coming back stronger. Like if you do meet up again or see them and start talking again, things are like fine because you didn't end off in a bad way. This is if you didn't end off in a bad way, but like, yeah, distance in relationships, especially friendships is good sometimes if you need it. Um, and a quick recap. I don't know. That was so like weird. I don't know. Was that weird? I don't know. That felt a bit strange. Anyways, a quick recap. I got one of my GCSE results last week and um, my other ones come out in two days, which I am, oh my gosh, so scared about. By the time you listen to this, they will have come out. And I just saw what the A-level grade boundaries were like. And that has terrified me so, so much because they were so crazy. Like it wasn't even okay. I feel so sorry for anyone that was doing A-levels this year because it seems like everyone was robbed. People who were predicted three A-stars got like three Bs. Like that's not okay. And whoever created those grade boundaries, I hope both sides of your pillow are warm because that's not nice what you did. So many people have been so, so upset about it. So I just hope that the GCSC grade boundaries aren't like that. Um, And yeah, also later today, I'm going to be baking Nutella cheesecake, which you might not care about actually, but I'm excited about that. So yeah. And Lastly, just before we get started on the main part of today's episode, I still have a cold. So my voice will still sound slightly strange because I've got a sore throat and a blocked nose, which is not fun. But anyways, it's okay. Hopefully it goes away soon because I've had it for so, so, so long now and it just is not going. Anyways, so for today's episode, it's all about academic validation and uh, this is like my worst enemy. It hurts like I'm not gonna swear. In case you don't know what academic validation is, it's the act of relating one's self-worth to their grades. So basically when you get an A or A star in an exam, you're super happy and you think of yourself more highly and then when you do badly or what you consider as bad, you think of yourself in a much worse way like you just you can't accept yourself basically and I think firstly obviously you have to care about grades and school to be affected by it because 
if you just didn't care, then like there's no reason to be affected by it is what I think. I don't know. Let me know. Like if you don't care so much, but you still are affected by academic validation. But also, no matter how you do, you still expect more from yourself. Like you could be getting an A star on a test, but you'll sit there and think, why didn't I get 100% on it, basically? Um, like nothing is ever good enough. And a quick little story about me. When I just started year 10, so I was probably around 14-ish years old, um, around there, I was in biology and biology has been my favourite subject for a very, very long time. And we had gone to the end of term one. And as always, we had a test at the end of term one. And I was like so used to year nine biology where things were super easy, tests were super easy. And I just didn't expect things to get that much harder. And I don't remember the test being bad, but I think the way that it got marked was a lot harsher than what I was used to. And when I got that test back, I'd gotten a grade six on it. Now, if you don't know what the GCSE grading system is, a six is equivalent to a B, basically. And the highest you could have got on that test was a seven, which is equivalent to an A. And I just remember being so confused and upset because how had I not gotten that seven? I just expected to like get the highest possible because I worked hard for it, but that didn't pay off. And after class, it was break time. And I went to the bathroom and I just cried and cried and cried. And I remember peanut butter sandwiches for break was my favorite thing to eat ever. And I didn't let myself eat that because I was like, you do not deserve to have that. You did so badly. And I went crying to my chemistry teacher who I loved. And I'm so sad that I've left her. I tried to convince her to come with me to my new school. She didn't want to do that. Anyways, and I was just sat there crying and she was like to me, Laka, what are you crying about? Like so many people would be so happy with a grade six for their actual real GCSE result. You're in the first term of year 10 and you're crying about that. Like, I don't know, she just knocked a little bit of sense into me because I was like super upset about that. But I just, it made me feel so small and so inferior and not worth it at all. And like, looking back, it was a test in the first term of year 10, not even my year 10 mocks, not even my year 11 mocks, not even my actual exams, like a tiny test at the beginning of year 10. Nobody even cares. Like, who would remember that? You know, like when you get to uni, everyone's literally forgotten about your actual GCSE results. So like, why was I so stressed about like a test in year 10? It just, it doesn't make sense, but it's just a little bit crazy, you know? And I remember that because of how upset I was. And yeah, I don't want to make it sound like, I don't want it to like make me sound bad because like, obviously a lot of people are like, obviously on like a different level in school and whatever. But yeah, it's just, why was that so important to me when it literally didn't matter? I don't know. Anyways, academic validation is like so common among students and I don't think anyone can blame us for it because when you look at the education system, students are praised for getting that A star or A and other students are looked down upon for getting, I don't know, a D for example. And at the end of the day, everyone does want to be getting the best grades they can. But I think what we don't realise at the time is how badly we end up treating ourselves while we're trying to get to that place because for some people that are like me I know some people are like really good and they can like put their mental health first if whatever they're doing is bad for them and then there are other people that like just can't and it doesn't matter until they've got like their end result so yeah <laughs> we want the praise that comes with the good grades 
to feel worthy because otherwise what's the point of everything that we're doing and I asked a friend what she thought about academic validation because we both really care about school and she said and I quote it crushes your spirit and eats you alive so I guess from that you can tell how we feel about it it's just it makes us really really sad because we know that it's bad and like the way we feel isn't right because you shouldn't get that upset about a a number on a piece of paper but it's very hard to stop it and I don't know if it's something you can try to stop or heal from because like it's just you trying to find more ways to accept and understand how much your worth is which is rubbish because we need to stop letting grades determine how much we're worth like it's just a letter on a piece of paper can't tell me how happy I am with myself that day that sounds so silly like I can't believe it's an actual thing but anyways it is and it's literally not acknowledged enough in school and stuff because like yeah we get told that our mental health matters but then we get so much stress 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 and pressure put on us and like you know the worst thing a teacher could possibly say to me is I'm very disappointed in you or something along those lines because I look for their approval so much to the point where like you aren't sleeping or eating so you can study. I don't do this personally because I know the benefits of sleep so but a lot of people do miss out on so many basic things just to get that extra time to study for that approval that they crave. My mom told me a story about one of the people that stayed in her halls of residence when she was in uni and she said that she would not shower during exam season just to save time to study. Not my mom, this girl that she stayed with. Um, Like please, how actually, how are you not giving yourself just 10 minutes to make sure that you're taking care of yourself like please come on and like that shocked me so much because how it's so so crazy like what people do and like even what I do it's like not okay and I think like this fear of doing badly scares us to the point where we can't even try take care of ourselves because we're scared of not doing as well as we want to just because of that wasted time but like tell me what that 10 minutes would have done for you like literally I think it's a lot more beneficial to you to have that 10 minutes to get ready and spend a little bit of time taking care of yourself and then sit down to study because you've actually done something for yourself and you're not just cramming your brain with 10,000 different things. I don't know if I'll put this in but again I'm so sorry for how my voice sounds because even listening to it right now while I'm recording it is so cringy because ew. Anyways another thing that I've always found funny is every single year on results day Jeremy Clarkson who is a presenter for Top Gear and now the Grand Tour posts about how he got something like two U's and an E on his A-levels and look at where he is today. Like, he's rich. He does whatever he wants. He drives cars and has fun and goes on adventures and whatever. Like, his grades literally didn't determine where he went in life. And it can't for you either. Like, as long as you don't limit yourself, you can get as far as you want to. And another person, her username on YouTube is Unjaded Jade. And I absolutely love her. Also, she helps a lot with like studying tips and all of that stuff. And yeah, she worked so hard to get like all A stars at GCSE and all A stars at her A on her A levels, which is insane because she got rejected from Oxford, which must have been so, so heartbreaking. Like, actually, I can't imagine what that pain must have been like to like have done all of that and still not got in. 
But anyway, she ended up at a different uni called Minerva, I think, where she basically got to travel the world for each semester of her uni. And she said that she doesn't regret it. Like, there's the quote, it's not rejection, it's redirection. You just have to believe that there's something better out there for you because you never know, this one thing that you wanted so badly might not even be good for you. And now you have the chance to let something better come for you. Come for you? Like, replace it, basically. I think that... I started to struggle with academic validation because my parents were also high achievers. So like, even though they never put any expectations on me, I felt the need to make them proud. And like the competitiveness in me wanted to beat their grades. And yeah, that did zero good for me. I mean, wanting to achieve good grades is fine as long as you aren't attaching your self-worth to it. Like, you know, my parents are, are those as long as you tried your best, we'll be proud of you kind of parents. And I'm there like, which is not okay. Like it's seriously not okay. And if you know how to heal from academic validation, please DM me because I really, really would like to know. And you know, in the Taylor Swift song, You're On Your Own Kid, it goes, I gave my blood, sweat and tears for this. And I feel like it just sums up how academic validation feels so well, because you really, really do give your everything everything like again I was talking to the same friend about this and we were just saying how GCSEs are a two-year course and for that two-year course we put every ounce of our energy into it like wow and by the end of it we were so drained like right now it's coming towards the end of the summer holidays and I feel rested definitely and I'm excited to like start sixth form and whatever but I don't know if I'm like fully rested enough I don't know if that makes sense because it's like A levels are so tough so tough in case you didn't know um and I haven't even done them yet I'm just terrified about them and I just I don't know I'm just I don't know if I'm like ready enough for that after all the trauma I put myself through with GCSEs but anyways we will work on it and it will be okay but the point of that Taylor Swift lyric is that nothing's ever good enough which is so weird and it annoys me so much because sometimes I wish I wouldn't just care as much but at the same time I think it is important to worry about the things that you care about and that you do think are important to you does that make sense I don't know like I don't know it's confusing even to me this concept like the actual concept in itself isn't confusing like the definition and all but then the way you feel about it is so strange because yeah Anyways, I think for some people, the only way that they are praised and appreciated is through academic achievements, which causes them to like long and crave for the feeling of that praise, which I again feel so, so sad for because to ruin yourself and your mental health just to feel worthy or accepted by some people who should love you unconditionally anyways is not okay you shouldn't be letting yourself get to the point where you are so burnt out that you can't do anything else and yeah also just going back to like me being scared for a levels i think i want to come up with a good routine that stops me from getting burnt out because otherwise it really just isn't going to work like i said it's like 10,000 times harder than GCSEs so I really do want to come up with something that works for me and I also think that consistency is key 
it's a marathon, not a sprint. If you waste all of your energy and brain power in the first five minutes, you literally won't have any to give for the final leg, which is when you need it the most. And another really interesting point is that on social media and the internet, academic validation is presented as such a cool in speech marks thing. Like it's part of the smart girl aesthetic, but in reality, it's such a stressful thing. You feel trapped, inferior, and just so exhausted, which is not shown at all, or it's shown very, very little. Like being an academic weapon is fun and all until you don't have any more to give. You don't have any friends or social life and you just can't take the pressure. You're basically just trying to live up to these unrealistic expectations that everyone has of you. And like, it's romanticized. That's the right word for it, I think. Academic validation is romanticized when it's, it should not be. It hurts people. It's not a good thing. I think it's more bad than good. I know it helps some people work better and push themselves to achieve good things, but it just, I don't think it does that much good compared to the amount of bad it does. Um, and like I mentioned at the beginning, I got my geography GCSE result last week and I was happy with it, but I was also so, so stressed before I got it, just like anyone else would be, because opening results for anyone is terrifying. And one thing that made me really, really upset is when I was talking to people about how I was scared for the rest of my results, which come out in two days. And they made it seem like I wasn't allowed to be scared. Like, I constantly get told, why are you scared? You're always fine. Or don't worry, it will be fine. And like, it's not said in a nice, reassuring way. It's said in like a way to just shut me up and like, just like get it over with. And I think that got me so annoyed because like, it is okay for me to be scared. It's okay for anyone to be scared. Obviously, getting results is a big thing and you shouldn't be made to feel like you can't feel scared about this. And also, I think it's like not fair to like say that to some people because you never know. Like I said, people that have been predicted all A stars end up with C's and D's. It's possible. It's not impossible. I like, it's just, you never know what's going to happen at the end of the day. So like, I just don't like that for some people, it's completely fine for them to like, talk about how stressed they are and worried and like for other people they just shut down completely because everyone thinks that they'll be fine that isn't okay so yeah don't do that it's just something that I've noticed and I don't like and I know that a few people don't like it either so yeah another thing that I wanted to say is that academic validation and imposter syndrome go hand in hand and if you don't know what imposter syndrome is it's the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own effort and skills. So, how I said before, nothing ever feels good enough and you always think that you could have done better and even when you've done good, it's so hard to accept and believe that you were the person that got yourself there. You basically feel like a fraud and that you don't deserve to have what you've gotten when you really actually do. And Actually, a lot of high achieving and successful people have imposter syndrome. So don't look at it as a hugely bad thing. If you do have it, I think it does help you in some ways to do well too. And quickly, this is so unrelated, but I just remembered, you know, those people that are always like, oh my gosh, I haven't studied. I haven't studied. Let me tell you now, 
Yes, they have. They've been up all night studying. They've been looking through every single textbook, YouTube video, past paper, whatever. They have. Don't believe them. <laughs> so like, you know, when that person that, in quotes, hasn't studied, gets like 98% on a test. Yeah, no, they definitely have. So don't believe them and don't feel bad about them. Back to the actual topic that we're talking about. If you've watched Gilmore Girls, then you'll know the character Paris and... I felt so sorry for her because academic validation literally ruined her so much and I feel like no one, not even Rory, deserved to go to Harvard as much as she did. Let me just quickly explain a little bit in case you haven't watched Gilmore Girls. Go watch it though, I love that show. Um, but basically, the main character's name is Rory and she's super smart, she works really hard and she wants to go to Harvard. Another person super smart works really hard is Paris and she's like a side character but they both want to go to harvard basically and they both work really hard it's just rory i think has a more balanced social life she has a boyfriend she has friends and paris has basically like catered her whole world to be around school kind of and she wants what she wants and she just wants to go to harvard and she puts herself through so much and in the end, she doesn't even get into Harvard. And I felt so sorry for her because like, like I said, no one, no one deserved to go there more than her. That made me really sad when that happened. Um, she like gave her whole life to school just to be disappointed in the end, which is why I think it's really important to not let yourself get to the stage where you crave that validation so much because it just won't help you. At one point, you will be very, very disappointed and upset about it. And like in Paris's eyes, Rory has like the perfect life, which also makes me feel sorry for Paris because like her parents don't really like, I think they're like super busy workaholics. So like they never see her and whatever. So yeah, anyways, and you know, if you don't succeed when you're a person that relies on academic validation, then all the damage you've done and cause yourself was literally for nothing which is why I think people don't stop once you've like started not started because like how do you even start but like okay when you start going to extremes and pushing yourself past your limit and stuff like that that's what I think I mean no yeah that is what I mean like the sleepless nights and endless endless mental breakdown the fear of failure and never being good enough it's like it's tough especially to like put on a teenager like we're so young why are we stressing so much about all this stuff and like who decided that the rest of our life gets determined by like what we do as a teenager because I don't think that's okay anyways and seeing people where you want to be and not knowing where if you will get there is so so hard like there was this one girl in my year and she's been with us since year seven, even since primary school, actually. Anyways, when I tell you she is a literal genius, I mean, wow. Like, all of us just looked at her and, oh, like, how? What are you doing? What magic pill are you swallowing? Like, please, how are you doing this? How can you, like, get 100% on every single test you do and like be happy <laughs> because she seems happy but like you know at the same time we all know that she doesn't have a social life that 
there's not much else that she does apart from study which gets her where she wants to be like I said she's very happy and good for her but like I feel like more people want more of a balanced life so yeah if you're doing well and you have a social life and you manage to keep up with relationships and do fun things and stuff like that then you are also winning in life not just that but like when you crave academic validation you become not a bad person more like an insufferable person to be around because you end up viewing everything as a competition and other people will eventually just get so tired of it like it makes you lose all of the excitement of learning new things which shouldn't happen because the fear and stress just drags every other emotion out of you and you just can't live with yourself if it gets that bad and other people also don't like being around you which isn't a nice thing I also saw someone say that people that struggle with academic validation because they feel the need to control something and like grades are one thing that they can control because if you've grown up in an environment where you had no say in what happens to you you end up wanting that control which makes sense to me but again it's also sad because no one chooses the environment they grow up in and then they have to like struggle with the consequences of that and one thing I was saying with a friend again (laughs) is we were just like no we were just talking about how is there a way to like even stop craving academic validation or does it just turn into other things because like let's say you finish uni or whatever and you get a job do you still crave that need to like do well and be that top employee that gets salary raises and stuff like that does it change into male validation when you get closer to the age where you want a long-term relationship or to get married and stuff like that I don't know does it stop when school stops does it change into other things does it do something else I don't know but like it's really interesting because what happens when you're done with school do you like just feel like nothing like I don't know I'll let you know when I get to that stage um like obviously there isn't an exact time for marriage and all of that stuff but I think or I hope you get what I mean another thing that really doesn't sit well with me is you know when people are like oh they had so much potential or she was wasted potential like I think they mean it in a nice way but it just doesn't sound right to me like potential like okay yeah I think by potential they mean that people expected them to do big things and go places but like what if the pressure just got so much that they literally couldn't carry on like that and those people saying that would just never know and it it hurts when you like have no idea what okay well it can't hurt if you have no idea what that person's gone through but like if you do then you feel so much sympathy for that person because like they must have gone through so much to like give up at one point right I don't know that's what I think it's really sad how many like students have to deal with this and it's not a fun thing to experience and the way it's romanticized on social media is not okay or at least I think it isn't okay. I don't know, I'm gonna actually search up if there are ways to deal with academic validation. The first one is, so the first tip to help deal with academic validation is to pick up some new hobbies. And that sounds pretty smart, like it's just a distraction so you're not constantly thinking about like school and grades and stuff like that. 
ooh, the next one is really good. Only put in 80% of your effort. That's really smart because then you're not giving your everything. You're giving most of whatever, your energy, your brain power, whatever. But you're not giving all of it, which I think stops would stop better, right? Because you're not constantly giving that 100%. That's very smart. I like that one. Okay, so yeah, don't give your 100%, give your 80%. But like, okay, no, this is me being me. I was going to say, I don't think I'd be able to stop myself from giving my 100%. But I think know what you have to put your energy into. Like if something matters a lot, then I think giving your 100% is good. But not everything does matter that much and you don't need to be putting your 100% into every single tiny thing. So then I think that's what it means. Be kind to yourself, which is, I guess, hard when you determine your self-worth on grades. But yeah, actually, be kind to yourself because being harsh on yourself won't get you anywhere. And it's just, it's not fun, you know, when you feel upset and you're the person that's causing it because you're supposed to be your biggest cheerleader and you're supposed to be the person that treats yourself well, even if nobody else does. Last one is, remember that it's okay to make mistakes. And yeah, it is. We're all human. Everyone will make mistakes, even the smartest geniuses. It is okay to make mistakes and you learn and grow from them. So that's not a bad thing. Also, exercise because it takes your mind off stuff. It's good for your brain. So yeah. Oh my gosh. This is a big one. Stop comparing yourself with others. That's very hard, especially for me to do. Like, I find that almost impossible. The amount of times every single teacher I have has had to tell me to not compare myself to other people is actually crazy. Like, if I had a dollar for every time a teacher told me that, I'd be a billionaire by now. Um, But actually, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the person sitting next to you got. It doesn't matter whether you're the smartest person in your year, it matters whether you've uh, improved compared to the last time you did whatever you're doing. Like, compare yourself to you and only you because you're trying to improve yourself, not other people. And, okay, you've compared yourself to another person. What does that do for you? It just makes you sad. It literally doesn't do anything else. So, yeah, try to better yourself and don't compare yourself to others. I think in order to heal from this, right, like you just need to understand that you don't need to hold yourself to such high standards and work yourself to death constantly because you can have standards that are higher than the average person, but like you don't need to like make them so impossibly high. Does that make sense? Like, having standards is a good thing. It means that you work towards something and it's good for you. But those standards aren't good. It's like, you know, people that are romance readers, also known as me, um, standards for men become impossibly high, like, to the point where, will I ever find a man like that? Probably not, because all of my, like, standards are fictional, from fictional men. Um, but, yeah, like, don't, don't do that with your grades because it's very, very hard to, like, stick to. Also, I think that our generation is like the most obsessed and okay, obsessed with this idea of academic validation. Like my parents' generation, obviously people wanted to do well, but like I don't think it was to the same extent as we do. Or I don't know, maybe they just didn't have a name for it. 
right? Because like, I feel like our generation has just created so many problems for ourselves, which isn't fun. We shouldn't be doing that. But yeah, I think for everyone, like obviously everyone's different and like the way we work is going to be different. So I think you just have to find a method that like works for you in a way that doesn't tire you or drain you so much so that you can continue to work hard just like without burning yourself out and without creating other problems for yourself basically and another thing is that you are not alone like you don't understand how many teenagers people your age not even just teenagers like adults even too whatever struggle with the same thing like you really aren't alone so make sure you know that and if you just were to talk to your friends about it like they probably say that they struggle with the same things because like if you're similar to the friends that you're around then yeah they will also be struggling with the same thing and like maybe you can come up with a way to work together to stop like you know just calm each other down and you know like what to do and what helps your friends or people that are close to you kind of thing so to be honest i think that's the end of today's episode because i don't have anything else to say at the same time i don't know if like if like i've said everything i wanted to say like i felt like i had so much to say and then i don't know if i've said it all but i'm trying to think and i don't think i've missed out anything so try try to help yourself like the first thing is you have to have to understand that no matter what that grade is you are worth so so much there's only one you and you're so so valuable and worthy of everything so that one tiny grade won't do anything for you like it should not stop you from changing the way you feel about yourself and just try to find ways to help yourself like I know I gave a few tips but those were kind of like all over the place but maybe pick one of them see if it does actually help you also as always journaling does help writing everything out because it's like you're not just keeping everything in your head it gets to like be verbalized so that might also help um and yeah in case you need to hear it I am so proud of you and just keep working hard without overworking yourself and making yourself burn out also thank you so much for listening like i said i'm also free to talk you can dm me if you need any help the username is in the description below for the instagram page and as always please do share this with friends family subscribe in case you don't because a lot of people that listen like especially on apple podcasts listen but don't subscribe so if you're one of those people please do actually subscribe and yeah that's it for today oh my gosh no i wanted to say um because we're going into like school season starting school recent not recently but like we're starting school soon um next week's episode is gonna be all about like tips and tricks to like get you prepared for that mentally and whatever as well just to like make sure you're ready for it for new year and yeah so that's that so do stick around for that and yeah now I'm done so thank you so much for listening bye